Satan is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Pat and AJ Podcast. So if you didn't already know, that opening part, the, the, the dialogue, is from one of our favorite shows of all time. The clips. The clips are from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which is a very edgy show that has actually had episodes pulled from like Netflix and stuff. I was going to say South Park so far has only had one episode legitimately disappear. Well, I take it back too. And the one involves the Prophet Muhammad being depicted. And then the other one is the one that involves Scientology. But it's always sunny. It's had quite a few episodes pulled permanently because everybody's woke now, and it's. Yeah. I mean, listen. So why do you why why do you think someone's going to get mad so at us? No, I just I just read this article, um, and I don't watch the oh, show. But is uh, it all, is about it? It's always sunny. N- well, kind of. So you know, Mythic Quest. Nope. Okay, it's, heard of it, but nope. It's the show that the guys from Always Sunny have created. It's okay. a, like a video game, like sitcom sort of show. So you're like in a video game. Yeah, and I think it's uh it's Rob and Macanini. Macamacamacamacamac. Yeah. Um. So. One of the actors got fired from the show oh. for telling inappropriate jokes on set. And the first comment, and I 100% agree with it, is, hang on. These are the guys who created a show where they are in blackface. Yeah. What kind of jokes were you telling that they were so well, offended on. that you got fired? They didn't put themselves in blackface. <laughs> like, what? They were smart to put everyone else in blackface. <laughs> Yeah, and, they, I don't know. and they're like, how do you offend those guys? Those jokes must have been really But it bad. probably wasn't them though. They didn't get offended. It's probably someone oh, it's else. It's probably the co yeah, the co-stars. And it's it's F. Murray Abraham, who is like a legendary actor. No clue this who is, it is. He was an Amadeus. Oh boy. Um anything else? Something I would know. Um oh, what's that freaking movie about the go- uh, ghost? It's got the word ghost in it. Right. It's a, the crazy Busters. Glass House. Hunters. Um the ghosts that all have the different Damn it, I don't have my phone. So he's You'd an actor? It, yeah. He got fired? So yeah. he got fired off the set of the show? Yeah. So that would be like- It's very so, Bill so, Murray-esque, like, you know, oh, like, okay. the, it's, it's very, you can tell, it's like the older generation of actors that don't know when they're crossing the line in 2023. They've never had, you know, listen, I just, um, last night while AJ's been asleep, she works these overnight shifts, and I just get fucking left alone for like the only few hours a day that I have when I normally see everyone, so it's weird, I, I get bored. Oh, it's two days a week. Relax. But I uh, was watching the R. Kelly part three, Surviving R. Kelly part oh, three. shit, I forgot part. there's a part three. And this one's really just a recap of the trial. So, yeah. I mean, you know. I mean, we already know how it panned they're out. They're not stretching, stretching, but they're it's not, just more they're like. They're not rewriting, you know, anything. They're, they're not, not reinventing un- yeah. the wheel. Now they're more like a new show. Like, yeah. we're covering the trial. And so I was like, you know. Well, I remember I'm, that. And they said they only wanted to do one season of that, but it just kind turn of. Turn into more. Yeah. So, you know, I'm watching that thing, but the same uh, conclusion comes when they put together this big charge for R. Kelly is about the enabling, right? Yeah. And the enabling, and don't get me wrong, enabling happens with all kinds of people in the world, but let's be specific. When you are a person who is responsible for a lot of people, both directly and indirectly, yeah. for making a lot of fucking money, people will enable a lot of behavior and they talked about, listen, 
this is not like a fucking secret just to him. You go to this industry, which is, you know, music, entertainment, TV. If you can kind of bring the goods, they will enable whatever your worst vice is. And which, by the way, for some people, maybe you're fucking Jerry Seinfeld and you just own every Porsche in the world. Yeah. Which, which, by the way, now Seinfeld got, got in a little bit of trouble because he said he might, he feels like he might be a little spectrum-y. Really? It's a while ago. Like, he said it. I could see that. And then everyone kind of, like, jumped on him. He goes, oh, but, and, and he reeled it back. But I said, and I think he totally is. Yeah, totally. He's obsessed with, like, these fucking Porsches. Yeah. And because of the industries he, he's in, he makes a lot of money, and he knows the right people, and he has one of every color every year yeah. in, in a garage. That's great if that's your worst vice. Yeah. The other problem is your worst vice could be cocaine. Yeah. It could be women. It could it be anti-Semitism, be- hashtag Kanye West. No! Nobody seemed to pull him back from all that. You notice that? Like, he just kept going for a while, and nobody around him thought yeah. to maybe pull him back because he pays their paycheck. So that was, uh, you know, but but that's kind of the thing. It's a weird bubble of an industry, and now all of a sudden... Uh, it's, I don't want to say it's being held accountable. It is. I mean, yeah, a little bit. I don't know. I'm just, we're I, just trying to put new rules in there. Like, like yeah. we're just acknowledging, like I was just having that conversation with someone the other day about the nature of internships. And I said, you know, I went through two internships in my life. Yeah. One was for the broadcast industry, which like, like I've always said, is kind of the dog and pony show of the entertainment world. Just yeah. above mimes, but, <laughs> but below clowns like for your kid's birthday i think we get paid more than mimes but not more than birthday clowns yeah it's very strange (laughs) um but you know for that industry the first internship i did was a traditional what you may hear of being the grunt right like you kind of went into it and they would say, hey, you're going to get me coffee. You're just going to sit in the corner and watch. Oh, God damn it. You, I had to get breakfast for so yeah, you're many morning shows. fucking organize CDs, whatever the you bullshit fly, is. Buy. And then I did this other internship later on in my career in a totally different industry. Granted, 25 years later. And that industry was a learning experience. It was, okay, we are training someone who's going to be coming into our field doing this in the future. So yeah. we want to make sure that we're getting all this stuff sure. through to you, right? Yeah. So it was kind of like, it's so wacky because it's so different because they're both acceptable. How many kids get dropped off as interns, not just in radio, but in TV and movies and whatever. And it's like, you're just going to fucking get beat up on, but that's part of the experience. That kid. was abs. That was <laughs> the definition of my internship was getting yeah. beat up on. <laughs> and that would never fly like in a medical setting. No. So now we're just, Oh my God. Do you remember that thing that they had me do with the other intern that would never, ever, Didn't ever you happen have to, today? You had to sit in a stall. <laughs> While this guy, he was the other intern. His name was took a dump. His name was right? Big Loaf. He uh, took a dump. Now, were you looking at him? No, but they had. So me. you were turning around. So you were like the kids in Blair Witch at the end. Yeah. You were staring in the corner. So basically, Big Loaf was a Big Loaf. He was a big, kind of, kind of gross dude. Okay. We loved him, but you know, he was, he was Big Loaf. And the joke was that he takes disgusting shits and farts and all okay. that stuff. So they had me go into the men's bathroom with him with a mic. Yeah. And had me sit while he took a dump and try to like to to deal with it. And and that's like the bit. So you're you're bit. you're overreacting. Yeah, ah! absolutely. Uh, I mean, it was really gross. Don't get me wrong. And, and you're giving all the audio. Of, yeah, yeah, you know, just to like play. I it don't up. think that would happen. Yeah, again I don't today. think they would lock you in a guy in, in a, a room bathroom where a guy's guy gonna drop trousers. Yeah. <laughs> 
Which again, that's kind of funny. Like again, no, it's, it's not. It's as not long taboo, as you're yeah. in on it. Oh, I was totally in. As on long it. as you're in on it, but parts are funny. It was hilarious. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like with all of it, it's just kind of we're slowly starting to just you know uh, leech in uh, the the real world's uh, consequences, right? Yeah. Like, like this is how the rest of us do it. So you should do it. Too. I don't like. Don't be an ass. No, I don't like the stigma against the word woke because I mean it's become you know a, it's it's a political talking point now is to be woke. You. But really, what being woke is it's just being aware of. First off, we everyone stop about this because this is another perfect case of I just saw this the other day when some white lady on Instagram told me the perfect way to cut a burrito, which by the way was vertically down the middle. Why would you listen to a white lady tell you how to cut a burrito? Exactly. <laughs> we live in Tucson, Arizona. This is another example, ladies and gentlemen, of white people ruining things. So I love that we're white people that talk about white people. You have to be self aware. Listen yeah. here, white people. I am self aware. You ruined. You know, I didn't ruin it. You know who's didn't. been saying stay woke for fucking decades? And it's been an easily interpreted fucking phrase between who's saying it and who's receiving it. The black community. Yeah. And once again, just like the blues and barbecue, we've. Come in and fucked it up because we've adopted the world. Yeah. I mean, did I mean, did you know that? Have yeah. you, you ever hear black folks? And I mean, stay woke, yeah, stay woke, brother. That that goes back to the seventies. Yeah, that goes back to like and fucking flavor flave wearing a clock around his neck. Why? Because yeah, you gotta know what time it is. And that's such shit between a community and a culture yeah. that we're not a part of. And now white people have uh, we have appropriated we the term and fucking ruined it. It's like when Pat Boone had to re-record all of fucking Little Richard's goddamn songs to make him acceptable for your great grandmother, who by the way called that. The good old days. <laughs> I mean, that's all it is. I really mean that. Yeah, it is. I hate the fact that fucking white people have fucked up that word now. Yeah. And the poor black community are like, you motherfuckers, you, you stole woke jerks. on us. Because now if I tell someone. Just another thing. Because now if I say stay woke to someone on the block and there's a fucking white person around, they're going to want to jump in the conversation like, hey, listen. I'm woke. I am. Not so only woke. I take into account the social, environmental, and economical <laughs> impacts of every dollar I spend. Congrats. To support my community and those that are underserved and don't have the equity and equality. See, I, I went through all this shit before in the 90s. I remember in the 90s, there was like a, like a PC boom. Yes. And the first- I was young, but I remember it. My first ether, my, my, my first kind of like what the fuck was going on was, and I think for a lot of folks, this may ring a bell, uh, but a rap group named Two Live Crew. And this rap group named Two Live Crew, which again, this is way pre-internet, was like 1988, 1989. Uh, had an album called As Nasty As They Want to Be. That's the name of the album. The album was just that. It was the most filthy, filthy, <laughs> you know, funny, almost like so explicit. It's almost a comedy. It's routine. like Terrifier 2. Like it was so, so over the top. So over the top. It was ridiculous. Right? But they were really kind of these uh, cheesy, corny raps. That were from Miami, and and not that anyone else really got it, but here's what happened: someone got uptight, and they said that this album was obscene. Yeah, that's and the point. That it couldn't be sold, and it got well. Then don't buy it. It got banned, right? 
This is in Florida, by the way, too. Goddamn Florida. Shocking. Since I've been a little boy, Florida, you motherfuckers. Stop. Stop waving your arms and trying to get attention. You have Disney World, okay? Back off. And so that, of course, led to this big freedom of speech thing. And I mean, really made this group probably 90 billion times more popular than they ever ever would have been. Yeah, because people are like, legends. Wow, this album's so obscene. They're going to ban it. I want to listen to oh, it. I remember too. Yeah, I w- I get it. The fuck shop. That was the funny one. The fuck shop. The fuck shop. Because it started with it started with a fucking gong. It went. It, it went. Welcome to the fuck shop. And then it just went to some crazy song. I gotta hear this. I need to hear this album. I gotta hear. Oh, this. as nasty as they want to be is a fucking trip. It's it's a it's a classic. But that was when I remember this first kind of like us versus them, this line of decency and like what, you know, it was, it was kind of this weird like fucking culture shift and that kind of went on through the 90s and it got weird and we were upset that Murphy Brown, a fictitious character on a TV show was pregnant outside of marriage. Oh my God. The humanity. <laughs> hey, if you don't like it, you don't have to watch it. You know that? You don't have to watch the show. Uh, but I remember that kind of shit going on then and I thought it was kind of stupid. It is stupid. It's still stupid. And, it's 20, I mean, 2023 and it's still stupid. It was like, again, with the two live crew stuff. I'm like, it, it, you just don't listen to it. Yeah. That's, right? you don't, you don't get to tell other people not to listen to something that you don't listen to it. And that's your choice. Have a great time. I'll and, have a great time with my choice. And so I don't know. Uh, do you remember the movie PCU? No. Oh, it's a good movie. Uh, it's kind of an under the radar 90s, mid 90s flake, but it's PCU stands for a politically correct university. Okay. And it was supposed to be kind of like a spoofy. God, isn't a young David Spade in it? He might probably. But the the whole thing's supposed to be kind of a shtick on that emerging culture on college campuses. And so I guess because I was there, I I, I did my undergrad 96 to to 2000 with, you know, all that. Um, I don't know. Maybe I've, I've kind of seen, seen this before. Well, yeah, we've been seeing this our right? entire life. And like now we're just moving the football a little bit further down the uh, the uh, uh, Dude, fair, fairway and people are... are they're banning f- books and shit, People man. are freaking the fuck out. They're like, banning books about banning books. Banning are you books. shitting me? <laughs> Do you can understand how ridiculous this all is? Can we get a... Can you still get the two live crew album though? In, I in Florida would love to. I I, I got to look this up. <laughs> I want to hear fuck shop. <laughs> that was a highlight of um, showing how far that kind of <laughs> lasted. I got to Salt Lake City twenty years ago in two thousand three. I was there for two years, and I did a show. And by a show, I meant I was part of promoting, yeah. hosting uh, a show with two live crew. They were coming to town, and they were playing a a nightclub, and I shit you not, it almost damn near elicited like abortion clinic type response. Doesn't surprise from me. the local community, and that was like twenty years after. Yeah, and their name still held that weight, and I remember us being involved with this thing, and there were people that had the signs and all that shit. They were upset. Great show, nice guys, by the way. Really nice guy. Sure, they are. The one guy passed away. China man. That was oh, the one guy. Passed yeah, away. I remember hearing about that. He was, a, he was a he was a cool dude. It was a nasty show. I'm sure they fucking brought out chicks, and the <laughs> chicks were just 
shaking anything and everything <laughs> in every which way. God, everybody lighten up. <laughs> lighten up. When did everybody get so damn serious? Calm down. Oh, man. Who gives you don't a like shit? something, don't partake in it. Don't watch it. Don't deal with it. it. It's not for you. Not everything is meant to be for you. Yeah. We're all very different. It's all it's all custom tailored to your views now. Don't you Shut know up that, Ma? And worry about your own <laughs> shit. Don't worry about mine. I don't worry about yours. Well, we hope you're doing uh, good here on this 420. That's that's when we're recording yes. this. I, you're listening to it on 421, yeah. but this is actually 420. But it's the 197th episode of the Pat and AJ podcast. It's funny. It's 420. My buddy, he just uh, touched down in New York City. New York City. Going there for the weekend. Stupid salsa commercial. <laughs> Forever going to live. Forever. What a great ad, though. Seriously. What a great ad that resonated. Holy what shit. What was it? Uh, Pace, Pace Picante. Yeah, it was fucking salsa. It was where where's the salsa made? New York City. New, New York, York City. City. Right? It's <laughs> ridiculous. But uh, my friends in uh, New York City on 420 and uh, New York, is uh, they're, they're green now, but apparently they're having an epidemic of weed shops that yes. are just opening. Yeah. There's no license. Like basically they're saying, Hey, here's a licensing systems. And everyone's like, great. And they're just opening up. It would be like you opening up your own bar, but not getting a liquor license and just being like, I'm going to do it until they tell me to stop doing it. I just did a story on this the other day. Did you because really? They're saying that these weed shops that used to pull in like cash, hand over fist are not anymore because there are so <laughs> many weed shops. I mean, like the weed shop we go to here in Tucson, fabulous place. I, I love it so much, mm. but I always forget that they only deal with cash because they have so much security. Yeah. Like security at the well, door, yeah, security that's all, inside. Well, yeah, that's all the, uh, the issue with the banking, right? Yeah. Is, yeah. But yeah, no, I just did an article on that where they said they're not making as much money as they used to because there's the the market's oversaturated now. My buddy, uh, so he's in New York. The first he, thing he did was go to a dispensary. Didn't no, he? well, he tried to, but they're being raided by the New York police. <laughs> so he like sent me a picture. He's like, dude, the police are raiding this shop. <laughs> oh God, it's so great. And and then legitimately because there is a TikTok of this that exists, I said, now you never know the difference between raiding and shopping. So true. Maybe it's just four twenty, and the cops are like, "Yo, we got a." F- I need to get high. Yeah, thirty minute break. There's like a TikTok of like some NYPD officer full <laughs> blues getting high. There he's is. He's in his full blues, like just sitting there, like I need a fucking smoke break because this shit is hard. I'm so inundated <laughs> with New York news because I you work out of New York because I work out of New York from home, so everything is New York, New York. To make you happy not to live in New York is yes, but I also I like part of me is like if I was twenty. And doing this job, I'd absolutely live in Manhattan just for shits and giggles. Just to say you did. Just sure. to say you did. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I've been doing all these stories about this dispensary stuff. And there's, like, there's this war of, you know, because we all know that certain publications uh, lean one way and certain lean the other. Not yeah. you, you, can, you, you mean, like, in the news world? In the news world, in the news yes. World. There okay. are quite yeah, a few yeah, that sure. are right down the middle. The but media there's, bias. Yeah, show. there are yes. some on the right and some on the left. Yeah. And today I was inundated with stories from the right-leaning publications about how they're saying that uh, New York City has become a bunch of zombies because everybody's Everyone's high. Everyone's high, yeah. And then the left yeah. was like, it's bringing in so much money. And I just <laughs> I just laughed. Which, I mean, Seeing these two things side by side was hilarious. I mean, this is the new joke. I don't know if you know about this, but I, you know, even from the straights of the world, I hear it from the, the new joke is you go to New York City, uh, just say as a tourist, right? Yeah. 
say you're coming there from fucking Iowa, right? You want to take the city down there to see, uh, you know, the World Trade Center and all that stuff. Um, the joke is, is that it kind of smells like weed all the time. <laughs> Well, it's better than smelling. You know what it smelled like last time we went there? I mean, it used to smell like garbage. Garbage. So, trash I mean, everywhere. So, at now. least I would okay. rather smell weed than trash. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, they, but that is kind of the new thing <laughs> that people say since New York. You know what's crazy on this on this 420? People are so asses yeah. to elbows out there. Does it really surprise well, yeah. you that it smells like anything other than, you know, flowers? Of course, it smells bad. There's a lot of people there. Um. So, you know, on, on 420, I, I, I kind of was shocked. I got the latest update on the country and where it stands. Cause of course for folks who don't know, uh, the marijuana world goes like this. It is uh, federally illegal. <laughs> it's stupid. And then of course we have all these States that have chosen then to say, well, we're going to exercise our state's rights and say it's not. And, and that's and, fine. Uh, unless the federal government wants to come in and uh, say, no, yeah, you can't. I mean, I was going to say it's very weird. It it's happens. Dumb. It happens less and less, but back yeah. in the day in California, you'd see a lot of that. Yeah, remember like, that the feds would just all of a sudden pick Raid on a legal dispensary yeah. just because they can. And then the California and, and, and then it would suck. These people would go to jail because they had no legal defense in the federal justice system. It's so stupid. But, you know, it's, it's been a long time since 1996 when California passed a little medical act. And um, this is usually the time of the year when you get inundated, like you said, with a lot of weed content. You know, I was on the air this morning and like every fiber of my being wanted to talk about You wanted weed. to do all 420 stories, right? I did one yeah. 420 story. It's because I'm like, I don't want to oversaturate people yeah. with it. If they don't smoke, they don't care. Yeah. So, but, you know, so where we stand right now is a, a patchwork of laws that fall between kind of three categories. One is recreational, okay. which means anyone and everyone over the age of 21 years of age can walk in with proper identification into a marijuana shop. And, and buy some weed. They can buy weed. Just like they can buy a beer. They can be in possession of it. They can smoke it. It is completely legal. Uh, the next set of laws is uh, where everything kind of started, which would be the medicinal world, right? That is where people... You need marijuana for medicinal purposes. I have aches, I have pains, I have cancer uh, treatments that I'm going through. I need to stimulate my appetite. There are medicinal uh, patients and programs, all right? And in, and in, in those states, in those programs, you go to a doctor. Yes. Uh, normally, you have to be above the age of 18. I think there's a f some flex with, like, minors, but there's a lot of regulation involved i but, have my doctor appointment coming up in a couple of weeks see yeah you have a doctor you go to the doctor you get what is called a medical marijuana card and then you are free to go to any of these medical marijuana shops and you actually get weed for a lesser price well i was gonna say normally it's taxed a lot differently yeah. see that's that's where the difference is but we'll get there yeah. don't don't jump ahead okay. of the game uh, and then the third option, which is kind of the weird one that I see spreading around the South, is the CBD uh, yes. laws, right? Where everyone, I know, some of you people in Michigan are like, hold on, CBD is not legal in some places? Yes. There's this huge thing in Wisconsin right now, because Wisconsin will never go legal. I And mark yeah. my words. Well, I mean, I was going to say, that's kind of where I was going with that, is that, you know, when I looked at the latest map today... I mean, I knew where we, obviously, Michigan, we're here in Arizona, California. They're all wreck, yeah. I was fucking shocked that the only states that currently are 100% no-no, which means... You will get arrested yeah. for any pot yes. whatsoever. Means no CBD products, Nothing. means no uh, uh, recreational weed, no medical weed, none of that. You leave that devil's lettuce somewhere else. Here are the only states that currently call that a home. 
South Carolina, Indiana, Wisconsin, Nebraska, Wyoming, and Idaho. I mean, none of those really surprise me. No, but that's it. That's it. That map. I guarantee if Wisconsin goes, they will be the last because we've talked about this before, the Tavern League. Yeah. They, they are- The put, history of alcohol with yeah, the state. Yeah. yeah. So I, God, I met somebody at the dog park this morning, and she goes, oh, where are you from? I said, Wisconsin. She goes, okay, what does everybody do there? They drink, right? They, they just get drunk. <laughs> They're a bunch of drunks. Um, but yeah, no, in Wisconsin, I keep seeing all these posts about CBD shops and CBD trucks and CBD mm-hmm. and gas stations and like- I'm like, first of all, it's shit. Don't buy it. Yeah, it's not real. It's not good, and they're taking your money. And B, they'll still never go. They won't legalize. They won't. Listen, there are uh, medical programs right now in Utah, Florida, right? Alabama, Mississippi. Virginia is a complete recreational state. Think about that, Virginia. Virginia, yeah. New York, Maine. Illinois, Missouri, all say, come here, do what you want. I am shocked at how this map has gone from freckles of green to this. It's very green, yeah. And now the just question is, who's going to pull the fucking trigger? Yeah. Does Uncle Joe do it, you think, for a bump in uh, 2024? I think Uncle Joe needs to do a few things <laughs> before 2024. If, like, I feel like that's... And that, that should be one of them, but there are many. I mean, that's that's the can. I mean, because that's where we're headed next. Someone needs to have the balls on the federal level, and it probably is going to come through executive order. Someone needs to say, listen, can we just get rid of this federal mandate, and now we can have interstate commerce? Because yeah. like you said, you go to a weed shop now, and it's all cash, and they got fucking guards like you're at a resort in Mexico. Yeah. That's how heavily armed of a they presence are, yeah. there is because there's tons st- of cash, cash everywhere. Yeah. So once you can kind of federalize that system, then you have the ability to bank. Yeah. Now everyone, I can use my Apple Pay at, at the weed exactly. store. It's ridiculous. Um, somebody and some, So who's going to do that? Uh, somebody asked online today, and I, I'm not even saying this to get into the argument, but they said, you know, Joe Biden tweeted, you know, ban assault rifles now or assault weapons. And yeah. somebody said, can't you just do that? You're the president. I don't know. Can and you? I, and that's my thing. And I'm not even going to go into an argument about that. But I don't my think point that, is, that one's tougher. I see what they're saying. I think that one's a little bit tougher because you got the Constitution. But I think with something like that, I think you can, with the with a pen, you could very much make that go away. And they should. Now, here's the problem, guys. Between the you know two folks that are most likely going to be running, both of them, uh, not exactly fans of, of the green, okay? Yeah. Neither of them are really on board. With any substance. With yeah. anything. They and They don't drink. They don't smoke. They are not the candidates that, they're not Cory Booker that's saying yeah. we're going to legalize weed. So who's going to do that? Because then it's going to really, you're going to see then there's going to emerge a quote unquote, I'll just use them for an example, uh, like uh, cigarettes, right? Yeah. There became a Marlboro and there became a Newport and there became a, uh, uh, you know, Cools and, and, and Lucky Strikes and then they're all going to compete and then some are going to get merged, yeah. right? And that's, but that can't happen right now. No. Um, so I don't know. I'm just curious. I was just shocked when I saw that map today. I said, holy shit, the country really has kind of got on board. It was man. interesting. There was a poll and this was the only story I did about it today. It was a poll that said 53% of Americans are on board with weed being legal. Mm -hmm. 47% still say no. 
And I, and and the the what's it again? Say it again. Fifty three percent say yes. Forty seven percent say no. And the twist they took on it was, you know, the country's view is changing. I'm like, that's still really split down the middle. And then they, but I think compared to years past, to years past, absolutely, absolutely. But they also they pulled the people who said no, and they said if somebody you knew was getting medical benefits from smoking weed, would your yeah. opinion change? And they said no. So I'm like, okay, we're still kind of half and half but i'm also of the mindset of it's like i would i mean i do i have to point out kind of some of the obvious stuff on that stuff that i'd be interested in knowing which is breaking well, yeah. down that number between age yes yeah i mean just flat out let's let's be honest folks of a certain age grew up in a certain era where there was a hysteria yeah kind of surrounded Reef around this madness and let's be honest, you. It was if 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 you really get into it, and Jesus Christ, yeah, I'm a pothead, so I can give you all this information. I know. But really, that stuff got criminalized because of the counterculture movement. Oh, it was stupid. The reason, and that's the thing. The and, reason it got criminalized is ridiculous. It's not even because it's it's quote unquote dangerous. It's stupid. So there's a certain generation of folks out there who legitimately felt like that they were losing their kids. Yeah. There was a certain way of life, and all of a sudden now these new kids wanted to do what they wanted to do. They weren't listening to anyone. They didn't want to go to war. They're wearing crazy colors. And in that mix was things like drugs. Yeah. So they said, oh, we need to stop this. So we classified all this stuff up there with cocaine and yeah. heroin because really it was more than a substance. It was well, this is really kind of changing the way we do business. Yeah. And we don't like that. And 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 – I'm upset about that. So those people, I mean, we're just not going to change your minds. No. Yeah, I mean, they they grew up in, in this world. And, and that's fine. Yeah. a lot of people after but that I, then were born into the world of that stuff's bad. I also view it just like alcohol. If you don't want to, don't. I, I don't I don't drink. And I don't say, I don't care. You can drink. Go ahead. But don't tell me I can't smoke pot. Like, I absolutely use marijuana and I don't drink. Why can't we treat but it see, like now, that? Hold on. Talk about that because that's funny because, you know, I am. I am that I am that stereotypical kid who at 15, by the way, um, after my freshman year, I was like straight as an arrow up until my freshman year. I actually lost friends my freshman year God. in high school because all of a sudden they, they like got into pot. <laughs> And they were like, hey, man, we should smoke a joint. I'm like, guys. How dare you? Nancy Reagan said, just say no. <laughs> it's so dangerous. You know what it's going to do to our brains? Oh my God. Um, so I, I kid you not, that was my experience freshman year. And then the summer between freshman year and sophomore year, because I lost all my friends. Yeah. You know, I, Gotta uh, make a change, pal. <laughs> tried, tried a new route. And yes, I was a 15-year-old kid that smoked a little bit of pot then. Said, wow, this is... This is pretty groovy Good guy, shit. right? And that was my experience. You know, it started a little love affair then that I would go on and off with. And then after a while, I grew up. And yes, I'm stereotypical. One of those dudes now, white guys in his 40s that uses, you know, high-end pot from the pot shop, right? A f long, long way from the kid that smoked yes. out of a tinfoil bowl the first time on the south side of Chicago. But you, my dear, you had a very different experience because you didn't touch devil's lettuce till you were an adult yeah you as a kid um did you ever have your just say no mo moment was well, i had my i mean i had i had my dare t-shirts that i got from school <laughs> but i've with weed i've always been like i don't care 
Okay. Like that's always been my attitude. I don't want to smoke it, but if you do, more so, power to you. Because them. you were in high school and you were in the theater crowd. Same thing in college. Yeah. And you were in Wisconsin. So was there not that much of a weed culture? There was a weed culture just with certain groups. Like I remember, I, I remember saying this to my assistant principal in high school. I got an in-school suspension for leaving. I had two study halls in my senior year because mm-hmm. I had so many credits. They're like, just take a study hall. You don't need any more. And in one of the study halls, I had my mom's car that day, and Fucking I was 18. shoes over here, by the way. She had too many credits. Well, you know. She had too many credits. So I left school and went to the mall because I was 18, and my okay. mom let me use her car that day. And I got an in-school suspension. And okay. I remember saying to the principal, you don't suspend my sister for smoking pot in the bathroom. Right. But I get suspended for So that implied that your sister was smoking she pot in the bathroom. She was a pot bathroom. smoker, yeah. Okay. Did and she smoke it in the bathroom? That's pretty ballsy. Even kids at uh, my high school wouldn't smoke it in the bathroom. They smoked it in the bathroom until they got caught. And okay. then she has this great story about how they, they smoked behind the school. Mm-hmm. But our high school was right up against a highway. Yeah. And... And she said they were out there smoking pot and a cop saw them from the highway and pulled over and like was waving his arms like, I'm going to get you. And they were like, oh, well, you could see the school from the highway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like it was literally okay. like there was a hill and there was a highway. And she's like, no, you're not. Okay. And they walked away and she's like, the cop never found us. But like you were never in the situation where your friends all of a sudden were like, hey, let's get high. Tonight. No, none okay. of my friends. A lot yeah. of my friends smoke cigarettes. And I tried that once yeah. and wasn't for me. So. so but but you guys were the stereotypical high schoolers and college kids who are getting, you know, gallons of liquor. Yeah. And that's the way we imbibe. Yeah. I drank all my parents booze in the basement. Any other yeah. Drugs? Any other drugs? Uh, no, not till college. Okay, not till college. What? How about? I mean, if you don't mind disclosing, how about in college? I What'd did you... some ecstasy in college. Okay, you did ecstasy, but not really. Again, you did not no, jump into I didn't, that culture. No, I didn't really. I was. It right. was drinking. That's what you did in so, Wisconsin. So that's AJ's kind of life. A lot different than little fifteen-year-old who started smoking pot at fifteen and like was like one day it'd be cool if this stuff was legal. Boy, that'd be awesome. That'd be neat. Here we are. Um, so when 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 did you jump into the pool? With you and when we moved to Seattle. And what I remember there was one night that Pat was very he's like, I have to tell you something. And this is when I was pregnant. We hadn't been together that long when I got pregnant. We were in Wisconsin. Yeah, and we were in Wisconsin and yeah. we were just kind of learning about each other. And he's like, I have something to tell you. I'm like, oh my God, what? And he goes, oh, I smoke pot. Oh, jeez. And I remember looking at him like that's it. Let's make it. Listen. So I was in Wisconsin. All right, you don't understand. No, I get it. But I, I under, I, I understood. But I was also like, I don't care. And then we moved to Seattle, which was like at the time the pot capital of the world, next yeah. to California. I mean, I mean, very, very friendly to the scene. Yes, yeah, right? yeah. And we moved there, and Pat was like, I was, just, I was having a lot of anxiety, and he was like, Why don't you try this? He's like, You can use it for yeah. medicinal purposes. You don't have to smoke just to get high. And then I, I started smoking pot in Seattle, and I haven't stopped. Since. There she is. You guys. We are 15 years later, and I love yeah. my pot. And by the way, like, I I knew all that. I was just asking her, like, you know, know. like I'm Barbara Walters, because I want everyone to know. Uh, so, again, you were at that age, you were at that point, what, mid-20s, late-20s? Mid, yeah, later, uh, past 25. Yeah, right? Sure, so, yeah. again, not a traditional where people no. always kind of thought of, boy, kids experiment with that uh, yeah. lettuce, and then, and then you never know what happens. But you were someone who was going through life, yeah. and then along came me, and I said, hey, try this out. And you said, boy, this is kind of great, not just for my anxiety 
sobriety, but you kind of, you know, we're like, this relaxes me. It's a good time. It's better than drinking uh, alcohol. Yeah. And you kind of, uh, that's, that's been your world. And again, you're not a pothead now, right? No. You're very medicinal. No, I'm, I'd say I'm probably about 95% medicinal. She's like very the other, medicinal. The other day I was having a lot of sinus problems and believe it or not, smoking a special kind of joint will help with that. It yeah. will help take the pressure and the pain off your face. But you also don't want to inhale shit when you're having sinus problems either. So, mm-hmm. but like I, I have a gummy every single night. Yeah. Uh, before I go to bed, that keeps me asleep all night, and it's awesome, and I love it. And so I have no problem with it. Like seriously, what do you think? I when use it, I use the um the uh, what's it called the oh, balm. Yeah, you got like those. Uh, the, it's, it's like uh, the THC pain rubs. Yeah, it's, it's a like pain icy rub. hot, but it's a, a yeah. THC. Boost. And when I get a migraine, it takes like two hours for my stuff to my meds to kick in. Mm-hmm. So I rub that That's all awesome. over where it hurts, and it's it 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 does the job until the meds kick in. Okay. All right. Based on off the fact that Indiana just legalized beer sales on Sundays. <laughs> Sunday is the Lord's Day. Even Utah lets you go to the fucking liquor store on Sunday. That's wild that <laughs> Indiana is, so, had that and Utah didn't. The fact that Indiana just jumped on board with letting you buy a six-pack when you want to watch a football game on Sunday when the race to the bottom no doubt comes to Wisconsin and Indiana. Who's your money on? Who, for the final holdout when it comes down to it. Wisconsin, 100%. 100%. They will be the last to go, and it will be like their hand was forced. You will take this line and Google from my cold, dead hands. <laughs> the Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.